So, so what's going on? I haven't been on here live in a while. Just finished up some things for the day and got on here, got my, my, got my safety goggles on. Thank you all, first of all, for rocking with me on the project. Going to be doing some more of these once I get back in the zone. I need to fix up some things. I need to get some things in order. 2023 is happening. You know, New Year's is my favorite time. Really get to change up on some things, knock some things out. But I said I was going to come in loud, so I'm going to do that right now. Pour enough a little water, get hydrated like you all should do. I don't really have too much to say here, so I'm not spending too long, but it's been an interesting year. Trying to move things out, really getting into the social thing wasn't as big on it as I am now. I think a lot of it was kind of forced, trying to get into a better flow right now, and hope you all are too. So what's up for the end of the year? Well, finishing out this Kickstarter, Christmas, then that last week, it's just going to be about 2023 planning. In fact, if you haven't started your 2023 planning, get all that right now. Put down the eggnog, put down the coconut cookies, put down the fruitcake, uh, plum pudding and all that. Just put it down, put down the ham. That'll be there. Your gut's going to be there. But this time of planning is gold. You actually get a lot done, get a lot figured out, and start moving forward with your plans. As I said, Kickstarter was successful. 2023, we're going to be moving into some different ways of doing this. You probably not see this backdrop so much. I'm going to move to another area and do my recording from there after I get the equipment and everything set up. So it should be a bit cool. Coach Missy, what's happening? I haven't talked to you in a while. I was just thinking about some uh, some killers in the in the space the the Grant Cardone Alex Ramosi me and a friend were talking about that so let me know what's up for you with your 2023 if you got any plans going on what you're thinking about how you're going to be doing it big because I know I am in fact I have set up a series of projects and you got to understand everything's changed now doesn't doesn't feel like everything's changed I mean we know things are changing obviously with Twitter the way Instagram works and social media, TikTok and all that. But there are fundamental shifts going on. And when I'm looking back at what I, I tried to do in the previous years and thinking about doing them for the next years, they don't make sense anymore. So I want to get that same vibe going on. I want to get that same push, that same good energy, but in an all new landscape. It's like, I can't do, I can, but I don't want to do the the three hour deep dives and not have the, the smaller ones to go along with. I don't want to do just a bunch of random little snippets of things without a, a website to link to. So I don't want to just throw stuff out to the podcast or just throw stuff out to Instagram. Would it be more omnipresent as the social media mavens call it, where I'm putting out information here, there and everywhere. And you should have noticed my content trying pieces of that throughout the year definitely got a different vibe on facebook twitter instagram i actually dropped TikTok from a user perspective but that's a personal thing you don't have to use any platform if you don't want to and linkedin so all that so you got living living going to do an amazing environment and tackling an amazing plan that is awesome i like to hear that it you know what people look at new year's resolutions and doing new things they look at it as 
a lot of people don't don't see it as fun and exciting and they're out looking forward to it. You got to look forward to this stuff. You got to look forward to getting up and trying out that new thing and getting up and going somewhere new. You got to look forward to going to the gym. Got to look forward to going to see your friend and make that phone call to your to the to your, you know, business partners or the people you work with or whatever you have to do. You know, so getting in that vibe of being excited to do it and continue doing it is something I've really been thinking about. And like the the whole thing about smart goals, I was I was looking at that and I've been looking at it for the past couple of years and I realized those were those came from a business like corporate kind of model. And it doesn't necessarily apply to individuals. So in 2023, actually, I'm going to try to put this out by the end. No, not going to try to. I'm going to start putting this out before the end of the year is up. I have a new way of looking at goals. Maybe it'll work for you. I know it works for me. I've been trying it out for a while. So I'm even going to put that out there too. 2023 resolutions handbook. And it's going to be, it's going to be pretty awesome. But totally new, new way of looking at goals based on the new way I've been looking at life. And I think I've come far enough along where I can look back at some of the things I've done, change them up for the future and do bigger and better things. So, you know, I'm always looking to learn from different people, looking to learn from different things and that getting excited. I was a game developer for 13 years straight, like professionally from the industry. And I developed games and I developed products, entertainment in general. Before that and after that, I continued to do events, salt, do different creative projects here and there. But the thing I definitely learned in that game creation area is the, the key of being entertained, where what you're doing isn't so much of a chore, but it's something you're, you're engaged with. And I don't know if I have a better word than entertained or entertaining. Because people hear that and they say, oh, you're just loafing around on the couch, not doing anything. You're entertaining yourself. And, and, you know, if I'm, if I'm building something, if I'm cooking a meal, if I'm cleaning the house, I, you know, maybe it's because of my years in game development, the way I just look at this. So I try to get entertained by it. How fast can I do this? Or, oh, you know, I usually use Formula 409. Let me get some spick and span and see how that how that works, you know, does that smell better? Does that clean a little better? Does it leave a, you know, lingering residue or not? I don't know. I get entertained by all this stuff. So thank you very much, Coach Missy, for passing through. You're going to smash your goals. I know I'm going to smash mine. Definitely thank you for the encouragement. And oh yeah, by the way, I got my safety goggles on because I was actually doing a little project. It got super cold down here in LA. And between the cold weather, the rain, and the heat from my heater, some, some combination of all the humidity or whatever caused my door to warp a little bit. And it was already set in the doorway kind of weird. So it started getting a little stuck for these weird problems. So threw on the safety goggles, did a little sanding, didn't want to get debris in my eye. And I left the glasses before I got on this live. So that's what that's. We got all new projects for next year, reading books. Everything's getting funneled through the website. I am not going to be relying on any form of social media. I'm, I, I'm going to have a core base of my email and my website. 
everything will be able to be found there. Obviously, I'll do most of my content on social media, but I want to have a home base on my website and my email list. So that's going to be a big change. The algorithms and everything, I trying to keep up with that. You can do that if you want to. It's fine. It's fun. It's great, exactly, actually. But, you know, it's not a thing that I want to rely on. YouTube is out there. I've got my YouTube channel. But if I'm just going to sit down and rely on YouTube for, I mean, what if YouTube doesn't like some of the stuff I say? I need to have a place where I can put some uncensored content, right? I need to have a place where I can put something that may be in the gray zone, you know? So, you know, what do you, uh, what do you need consulting on? Actually, that's a, that's a good question. I just was helping consult a friend on a project of mine, um, a project of his and just doing some consulting. So I've always done it in the creative aspect where, you know, as I said, I built video games, websites, and I've really been thinking about this creative process. So. I'm actually curious about putting that out there in terms of maybe doing some more open consulting as opposed to only the people I know and the random little people that I deal with. But uh, brands, uh, yeah, it's getting branding together. Branding is an interesting one. It's uh, if you're looking at the creative side, the development side, I should say, not the creative side. So looking at the development side, I always focus on four bits of that. That's the building, the maintenance the acquisition and the release. So you're trying to build, acquire, maintain, or release. And that's, developers kind of get that, you know, how they go around and build something, how they're constructing something, you got to acquire the materials, you've got to release things that aren't working, and you've got to release what you've already made into the world. And that's all one side of things that I've been working on. But in the past several years, I've really been putting a focus on the other side external side, which is sales, marketing, and branding, which is why you see me here in front of you as a character or an entity online, a brand of Mr. Benja, because it's a whole sales, marketing, branding side that needs to go along to, with the development side. So that's what I've been studying for the past several years. And I, I realized I, I knew a little more than I thought I did because in video games, you definitely have to brand, market, and sell, but I just never understood what I was doing, if that makes any sense. So I was like, I was untrained in all the, a lot of the things I was doing. I didn't know the formality of how to put something out there, how to craft a message, even though I was crafting messages for people. I didn't know how to sell an idea, even though when I'm putting a game out, you're selling an idea. So. It's all crazy. So you had to stop and refocus on where you were trying to go. Yeah, that's exactly like I was already doing through experience. Had to stop and refocus on where you were trying to go. I think everybody should do that seasonally. I really put a high premium on the new year. One thing about the new year is that you can do new things in January. And, and people ask you, Hey, why are you being so weird? Why are you trying all this stuff? Why are you doing this and that? You're like, Hey, it's the new year. And they give you a pass. They just let you go. They just let you do it. You're like, Oh, he's doing it for the new year, whatever. He'll get over it, but you don't get over it. You just keep doing it. It's one of the great things about the new year. You can just try all kinds of stuff. You can wear new clothes. You can do new diets if you want. I, you know, I'm not a quote unquote diet person myself. I don't, I don't like the fad 
kind of diets and things like that. But it's funny, you can just kind of change anything. I realized this maybe 10 years ago. You just start changing stuff in January and nobody cares. Nobody cares. They're just like, eh, he'll get over it. And yeah, call up if you want to. We can chat about something right quick. I want to see how you're doing. But as I said, I have got a, where is it? It's not next to me. I have a folder. Buy these. By the way, inflation is up like a mother in terms of school supplies. I get these notebooks that I use and like I'll take an idea or I'll take a concept and I'll make an entire notebook for it and just start writing all my ideas and ones that I don't like, I tear out, ones that I like, I keep, highlight, etc. And I use the paper format because, you know, like that old saying says, you know, once the hand has written something, it can never go back. Every day I'm just adding to the notebook. Every day I'm just putting stuff in there, seeing what worked, what didn't. I'm taping in, like if I see an, if I see something in a, you know, I may print it out and put it in here. Anyway, it's just a way to keep some ideas together on any given project. And that's one reason I use spiral notebooks. I have other notebooks that I use for different purposes, but when I'm just trying to plot through ideas, spiral notebook. And I remember I got a gang of these for like 99 cents each or three for three for $2, something like that. Um, but I got a bunch of them and I just started to run out. So I was looking around and these things were like five, five, six dollars a piece, man. You know, I like the, I like the college rule, one subject, hundred sheet perforated. These things are like $6, man. And same thing for the composition books that I use. Use, I use little composition books for things. And those are like six, $7. I mean, come on, man. Are you kidding me? That's supposed to be like 55 cents. I remember going to Target after the back to school sale and they had them. A big stack of them, you know, just 55 cents. And I grabbed a gang of those. Now, so minor hack, do not go to Amazon for a lot of this stuff. You can find cheaper. Amazon is no longer the cheap way to get things. You don't want to spend all of your extra expenses on dumb stuff from Amazon that costs way too much. The shipping is cool, but... You can get free shipping in a lot of places if you spend over $20, $30 or whatever their threshold is. But eBay, I found a lot of great school supplies on eBay. I think a lot of people stocked up on composition books and things like I did and just have a bunch left over. But I actually use mine. So there's another outlet to check eBay and always look around for better options and opportunities to do awesome things. So that what do I think about vision boards? Vision boards are awesome. They are a way to keep track of what you're thinking about. And for me, vision board, in fact, this is, that's a little bit of mine right there. What I have is, what I have is certain people that I watch. They're not necessarily like people I want to be or aspire to, but it's just certain people I'm keeping an eye on and I really like their moves and what they're doing. And I bought a bunch of these these little, it's a magnetic whiteboard I use right there so I can write on it and I pin stuff up. So I use these little, th these are magnets and I use those as like the little whiteboard magnets and I keep things on it. Um, 
I just write different things. If I see a, a picture or a scene in a movie, I may actually get a freeze frame of that, print that out, put it on the whiteboard. It's, it's golden for me. A lot of people just put stuff up that they, that, 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 that they think are cool, like a car or a beach house. And that's fine. But that's a, that's what they call a lagging indicator. That's something you will have gotten after the fact, after you've done the work, after you've done the, the, the calls, after you, you know, changed your, your mode and mindset, after you've done the internal work, you get the lagging indicator. So what I didn't want was a whiteboard full of, or board vision board full of lagging indicators, like. I will have that one day or this and that, you know, I used to have a, I used to have a picture of my parents right up there. And it's like, these are people who are currently giving me something, you know, I put a lot of current and leading what they call leading indicators. If you go to the gym, a muscular body is a lagging indicator while the pain from doing, doing the, you know, being on the spin machine, painting your legs or painting your arms from working machine, that's a leading indicator. That means this is going to lead you to something. So I try to put a mix of leading indicators and lagging indicators. So not just pie in the sky kind of stuff, but a different range of those. Vision boards are great. Recently, I started trying out Grant Cardone's version of, um, not journaling, but uh, he does a version of goal setting where he writes, he started talking about how he was writing down goals every day. Wait, you missed what? You missed the vision board thing? I'll leave the replay up, but basically leading indicators, lagging indicators. Oh, my live is la lagging. I hope it comes through in the final play, but basically I don't put just pie in the sky kind of things because that's, I don't want to call it fantasy. But that's only one piece of the puzzle, the far out goals, the far out ideas. What am I thinking about tomorrow morning? What am I thinking about today? What happened yesterday that still resonates in my head? If I had a, a really good time with some friends or we had a really good sit down, I may actually put, you know, a quote that one of my friends said on the vision board. I may put, you know, a picture of us on the vision board. And as long as it's currently keeping me going, that's fine. And as my vision changes, the vision board changes, which is why I constantly pop out different people. I write different things on the board. I look back and say, does this still apply? Does this need to be updated? Do I need more of this thing? Do I need less of that thing? I continually update my vision board. So What I use the composition books for, this is one I got from Grant Cardone. I didn't think this would work for me as well as it did, but every morning and every night, he puts, he, he has a process where he just writes down his goals, affirmations, objectives, you know, what he's, what he's thinking about doing. Like, I, you know, he'll just, he, and you just start writing them down at least, at least 10 and I heard it from him and didn't listen to it for a while, but then you mentioned that you didn't mention that you met Grant. I think you said you met Elena too. I'm not sure, but yes, Grant's awesome in just the way he, his energy. So that's one thing I want to pick up from him. 
But when he was mentioning this, this way of putting down goals, I kind of let it sit to the side. And recently I heard Mel Robbins talking about it too. So I was like, okay, Mel Robbins mentioned it and Grant Cardone mentioned it. Let me go ahead and try this. So basically in the morning, you just wake up and plow down, thinking about whether it's right, wrong, in line or out of line. You're just trying to think about what are you doing? What do you want? What are your goals? What are your drives? What are your desires? You don't have to have a specific format. Just, these are just goals, aspirations, objectives, your trajectory, et cetera. Start writing down, you know, I make decisions quickly. I'm good with my friends and family. I love my dog. I move, I move quickly. I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars by the end of the year. I'm going to make $10,000 on this, you know, small property flip. I'm going to get my car fixed in the morning. I'm going to, and these are just little aspirations, goals, and you just file them down. And the thing is, you don't have to be so serious about it because you're going to come back and do it again, again that night and once again the next morning. So in fact, Grant even suggests that any time that you're not sure about what to do, you stop and write down the 10 goals again. He says at least 10. Mel Robbins does five. I do half a page in the morning, half a page at night. It doesn't matter. You just this, then this is less than five minutes, less than five minutes. Once you get in the habit of it, your brain and your mind start to flow in a way that's always thinking about, I want this. I'm going towards that. I'm going to make this happen. This is in my life stream. This is my movement. This is my energy. So I realized that mine were starting to take more of an affirmation kind of thing. And that worked for me. I do have actual goals in here. Like, well, I'm not going to mention my goals because intentionally don't mention most of my resolutions and goals out loud. I just kind of let them play out, but that's a personal thing. Most people like the verbal accountability. I'm not always for that. Anyway, in the morning and at night, I just write down, bam, 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 10 goals. I did this. I actually flip back and I'm looking at it. And uh, you start to see which ones changed over time and which ones you're still doing. So ones that kind of stuck with you, you can kind of see your ebb and flow and I have a statement here. I am not bothered by the water. I had a thing where I was getting bothered by all of the currents of life and the things around me and the different things that were happening, the different waves of life, the weather basically of, of life. And I wrote down a statement that said, I am not bothered by the water. The weather is going to do what it's going to do. The tide is going to come in. It's going to go out. And I had to get myself in a place where I wasn't bothered where it wasn't, it wasn't something that I should get upset. If it rains, that's just because it rained. If a guy cut me off in traffic, that's because that happens every once in a while. If some lady was rude to me in the store, that's whatever. I don't spend my time getting upset by the weather, the water, the rain, the wind, because I can't control it for one. And two, it ultimately shouldn't be affecting my personal energy and my personal drive. So that's one that I wrote down. I didn't just write it down once. It's not like I landed on that page, but I kept writing that down because things kept bothering me. I kept saying to myself, I'm not bothered by that. So over time, I started making better decisions about how I thought about and the choices I made in reference to what I call the water, the weather. 
the currents of life. So now somebody cuts me off and goes speeding down the highway. I think to myself, I hope they don't crash. I'm glad they didn't crash into me. And I keep going about my business. It's out of my life and out of my mind. And I just think to be a safer driver, whatever. So yeah, those are, that, that's, that's, that's one thing I got going on. Be I'll definitely be continuing this in 2023. I started doing this with purpose and with serious intent at the beginning of November, because for all of my, all of my goals and all of my plans, all of my objectives, I don't say I'm going to start them on like January 1st and then only do after January 1st. I start them beforehand. So I'm starting a lot of my things I'm going to do more of practice, basically the year before the month before. And then, then I decide, you know what? I can do this. I can actually, I can actually start making this happen. Like you shouldn't go to the gym for the first time on January 1st. You should start practicing a little before. But anyway, that's, that's kind of just what's going on right now. As I said, the Kickstarter is going on for tonight. It's the final night of the Kickstarter. If you're just now listening to this, I'm excited to where it's gotten and where it's going. I got a lot of things planned for my podcast experience. I don't want to just call it a podcast because it's more than that at this point. So got a lot going into that. The Kickstarter, just to start the whole process off, went well. We're fully funded, but you can still get on some sweet rewards. I'll possibly throw in some bonuses for people. And I am going to have a great 2023 and hope you do as well. Coach Missy Graman, thanks for passing through. Thanks for stopping by. Have a good 2023. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit MrBinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.